Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I am so thankful to have all of you with me today and very thankful to have a very special guest with us. I have Alan Dubon with us. And Alan is not only a wonderful friend of mine and part of the Total Life Freedom community, but Alan has, first of all, a wonderful story, but also a wonderful company where he helps businesses, helps brands build what they're doing. And so I wanted him to come on the show because, you know, not only is he building something cool and powerful to help people. And it's not just, you know, a product that he has. He's actually helped me. He's helped our business. He's helped us and our real estate team. He's working on building websites, helping us build a CRM, building something where you can, you know, connect it to your Facebook messenger and take notes when you communicate with people on Facebook. So I'll kind of let him tell you about what he does, but just very thankful for him and just very thankful to have Alan on the show. Alan has a crazy story from growing up in a single parent home, growing up in poverty to kind of surviving that and now being you know married to an amazing woman who keeps him grounded and supports him graduated college with a degree in medical laboratory sciences, and he's done all sorts of things. He sold real estate. And so he was in real estate, which kind of helps him do some of the things he does now for realtors, started his marketing company, which he does now. He kicked cancer's butt. He went through cancer. So that's just amazing. And, and where he's at now is just getting back to life, you know, not looking for normal, but now looking to achieve his potential. So Alan, thank you so much, my friend. So awesome to have you on the show today. Thanks for coming on. Oh, John, thanks for that intro. That was uh more than I deserve. So I appreciate it. That'll be one dollar. No. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's, it's usually five. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I give you a friend discount. No, but seriously, you've been through so much. I've even the past couple of years knowing you watch you gone through in cancer treatment. So even I'd love for you to kind of just tell everybody growing up poor, single parent household, cancer, like nothing's kept you down. And I think even starting with that piece can be a huge inspiration to realtors out there. So just kind of tell us more about your journey. Yeah. So when you say it and you tell the story, it sounds like, oh, it was kept a good attitude. Everything was great. And yeah, it was hard, but you made it through. And the first thing I tell people is when you're in it, it's really ugly, right? When when things are troubling or when you're having a difficult time, things can get ugly. And so it's okay to feel down. It's okay to feel discouraged. It's okay to cry. Uh, but one of the things yeah. that I tell my kids, and it's a philosophy we have in our home is, Crying doesn't solve anything. And so you're okay to cry, take your moment, and then you can work to get out of the situation. You can work with tears in your eyes. That's okay, but we work. And so we always look for solutions instead of waiting to be saved by somebody. Not to say that, you know, I haven't had people come in and save my butt throughout my career and, and through different experiences, but they come because you're out there actively looking to do what you can do and better your life. And so that's really the secret sauce to it all for me, as far as setting goals and accomplishing them has been, look forward to what I want to do, look at what kind of work I need to do, and then do it, even when it's hard. And sometimes you take a few steps back, but most of the time you can move forward. When I think, and I love these interviews, I love, and I, I didn't send you questions, right? I don't send questions because nope. I just like to, I just like to have a conversation. I think the best interview is, hey, let's have a conversation about what you do and how you've kind of built it. I love what you said there because I've never heard that, that, you know, you tell your kids it's okay to cry. It's okay to get emotional. And I feel what I heard there is it's okay to be emotional. Don't stay there. 
Yes. And I think that is such a huge message for realtors. And you've seen that, you know, selling real estate. I think so many of us can, you know, <laughs> people that listen and know me very well, they know me. I am like high energy and high emotion, right? Like when something happens, I take it personally. Like I feel like I did something wrong. And so I think one of the things for realtors out there is processing through, hey, it's okay to be upset about this. Like things happen. You know, I've shared on the show, like I've made mistakes. I've said things to clients that I had to go own. Okay, but don't stay there, right? When we go through these emotional things in life, it's okay, that happened, that stunk. How do we learn from it? How do we move forward? And so I've seen you do that, right? Through cancer, through everything, through, you know, you've got kids. So life is kind of crazy through building your business. It's all about like, hey, you can let the emotion happen, but then not living in that moment. Like, okay, how do we learn from this and move forward? Yeah. You know, and one of the things that a lot of people commented on during my cancer journey, that I tend to talk about that a lot more now because that's something that you can relate to, whether you're a realtor or whether you're a painter or you're a salesman, you know, whatever you are, you can relate to that because, well, that's scary. And you know, a lot of people are like, how did you stay so positive? How did you make it through all these things? And it's what I tell people back again to this, you know, living this philosophy was there were days where me and God had some interesting conversations and, and it wasn't the, uh, the typical, thank you for everything. You know, it was, it was kind of gritty and me and God had some words, you know, yeah, and, and not to turn this all into that, but there were real moments. There were moments where I didn't know, am I going to make it? Is my family going to be okay? And people were always like, when we call or when we see you, you're just positive. And I'm like, yeah, because this is going to happen regardless. It's my choice if I'm in misery during it mm-hmm. and cancer. There's some miserable parts, but parts, right? That's another thing that I, I teach my kids is that a lot of the times the challenges are just a small part and we let it blow up our whole day or our whole week. And it's okay. That happened. That sucked. Now let's move forward into something else and try to fix it, mitigate it, or deal with it. Yeah, well, I think another part of that too, you know, you talk about how being emotional, having this moment, you know, having these talks with God about like, why did this happen? I think one of those parts too is, and I think I see this in you, so I'd love for you to talk about it. I think you are someone now, and maybe it's because you've been through cancer and you're on the other side, but you really have like a positive outlook on life. And I feel like a lot of the things for real estate agents, for realtors out there, A lot of it is like attitude, right? And how they, you know, like if I wake up in the morning thinking, oh my gosh, today's going to be terrible. Like no client wants to work with me. Well, yeah, I probably, it's sort of like your mindset is a big part of like the success you have or the success you don't have. And so for someone like you going through cancer, kind of what kept you motivated? Like, no, I'm going to beat cancer. I'm going to do this. And then kind of as you transition now, how do you apply that in your business? Yeah. So. To answer the first part of the question, was I like this before and am I like this now because of the cancer? I'm more like this now because I've really witnessed the power of it. I was like this. I was like the novice, went through the big journey, and now I wouldn't say expert. I'm a mediocre at it, but I, you know, I can kind of look at at those things. But one of my sayings that I have a bunch of dumb sayings, as you can see, but uh, one of my sayings is act like who you want to be now. So to sum that up. If I'd like to be fit, I need to eat like a fit person. I need to walk like a fit person. I may not be able to do it at the level that they're doing it at, but I need to act like those things, right? And I think this, to me, is what fake it till you make it truly means. 
not pretend to know what you're doing, yep. but pretend that you're already there. So that, that goes back to mindset. But we talk a lot about a mindset in the sales world and everything, you know, especially on the internet marketing. A lot of times we don't tie that to work. You know, if we believe, you know, and I hear people talk about the book, like The Secret. The Secret is great. I think that there's really good stuff in there, but it doesn't tell you to go work. And so it's, you have to believe, but then you have to act, right? And so that's kind of the biggest thing is acting like the thing that you want to be. So you want to be a successful realtor. You know, when I first started, I didn't have connections. Like I said, I came from a poor family. So Mm -hmm. my connections could never afford a house. Mm-hmm. Right. So they weren't good for my business because they, they could as much as they'd like to buy from me, they couldn't. So I would go in every day and there was actually a gentleman in one of my offices. His name was Doug. And if you looked at Doug, he did not look like a top salesman and he just looked like an average kind of dad, you know, almost grandpa kind of dude. And, and he just went in there every single day and he would list out who he was going to call, who he was going to visit what other you know areas he was going to work on and he would just do it he would go every single day and he was always had a smile Doug could be PO'd and he'd get on that call and he was like hey it's Doug how are you and then come back you know I got to see the back end because I was in the office but Doug did it every single day so one of the things I started doing was okay I don't have as many contacts as Doug but I'm going to show up every single day to the office that, you know, sometimes you don't need to, but, but every day, whether the office is in my car heading to a client or meeting people or the actual physical office, right? I would call people and I hate cold calling. So it wasn't cold calling. It was more, let me see where I can get connected. I would visit title companies. I would talk to them and see what they could help me with and, and what they could do as far as providing lists or, you know, anything like that. I knocked on doors, right? We had for sale by owners, we had foreclosures, all that kind of stuff that we went through. And it was not pretty, right? There was days that I'm like, why I'm spending hundreds of dollars a month that I don't have because I'm poor. And yet, you know, these guys are saying, oh, it's easy. Just go to the dinner, go to this thing. But it was actually showing up every single day. And after a little bit, people started seeing me as the realtor that they knew. And so it was continuing those same actions, even when it was ugly and hard on my side, like it was a stretch to stay in the business, but every day I was in it. I love that. I love how you talk about fake it till you make it. And here's the thing. This is why I just let these conversations happen organically, because I haven't even told you this. And this episode will go out. This episode's for early February. And I haven't even told my listeners yet that in March... I am sharing my real estate story, like literally beginning to end. John loses his W-2 job and, you know, the W-2 life all the way through. Hey, the success I've created now towards the end of March. And in the middle there, it's talking about the first three months and faking it till you make it. And in that, look, everybody gets a preview now. In that, I talk about how like I started posting on social media. And now you've even said to me like, whoa, John, your social media is crazy. That all happened. Then in the summer, fall of 2019, when I just started posting, like I even say it, I say this when I get to that, record that episode, my first client, I had one client. I remember he called me, I believe on Thanksgiving day, like he was driving. He's like, Hey, you know, my son, my great friend, Jonathan recommended his dad to work with me. First client, he saw 63 homes. 
And so I made like $2,000, which was my first, you know, I made it nine months after I got my real estate license. I think it was $2,010. But every time I was at a home with him, I posted showing a home, showing a home, showing a home. I didn't say I only have one stinking client. I just use that to my advantage. And so, yeah, it's just a reminder. I say it, but I'll say it again for realtors out there. Again, I love what you said. Fake it till you make it doesn't mean like you just pretend you know something because you're so right. It really means you're going to put in the work. Like now people are like, wow, you're crushing it. Well, yeah. But even back then people were like, holy cow, you're crushing it. I remember, and I'll share this on that story. But I remember someone saying to me like, wow, John, you're really crushing it in the business. Like all these showings, these open houses. And I'm thinking like, you do realize like open houses, you don't make any money, right? But it's all perception. It's just so crazy. A lot of what we do, a lot of what I do as a realtor, a lot of what you do, marketing, helping. Now you have clients, right? Now you have clients, you know, like myself that uses your product, that love what, you know, you build for people. But for people that don't, for realtors out there, I know some of you are so early in your career. The best thing you can do is serve people, build relationships, post on social media. So if you have one client and you show them 20 homes over a five-month period, post every single time you visit a home. You know, I just had one yesterday and I was like showing houses this morning with my Starbucks, right? It doesn't have to be anything complicated. It can be a picture of the house with your Starbucks. Some people, (laughs) I actually, I never did this, but early in my career, I was like, should I just schedule showings to show myself homes to learn about the homes, but then I'll post that I have a showing? Like technically, now I never did, but there's so many things to get your name out there. So many things you can do in the real estate business to you know, start becoming and looking successful. And then people say, wow, I want to trust that person. But some, you're right. And sorry, I went on that tangent, but it's just like, yeah. Oh, fake, you're good, man. Fake this it is awesome. You, fake it till you make it. You might just have to. And again, I love the, it's not being dishonest. It's not lying. It's not saying you know things that you don't, but it's really a habit, creating those habits. Like you're at the office every day making no money, but people are like, wow, look at Alan. He's successful. He's coming in here, getting the work done. You are successful now you were building those stepping stones for that success. And to piggyback off this, because this is awesome, how many starting agents or heck, even agents who are already going, right, will say, oh, this client made me go see 12 homes, made me go see 17 homes. What did you say, 64 or something like that? Most, 63 most homes, clients, or, 63 homes yeah, were yeah, the most. 63. Yep. So what, right? it's so and funny because so, when I talk to a client now, my first client, they saw 63 homes. My second client was right after COVID. We couldn't go out. They made a sight unseen offer. So when I talk to a new client now, they're like, well, how many houses are we allowed to see? And I'm like, as long as you keep it between my the least amount and the most amount, you're good. And they're like, what is that? And I'm like, zero and 63. And they're like, I think we can handle like seeing at least one and seeing less than 63. So, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, and so like how many, because I've seen it. And to be honest, I was like that at first. I was like, I don't have money to drive these people around. You know, I can't do this. And then I'm trying to find where to find people, things like that. So you can either complain. Once again, it's a hard moment and you can be in the misery of the moment or with tears in your eyes, you can walk forward and work. And so I started asking Doug, I'll keep talking to him and, and uh, you know, rest in peace, Doug, he's passed on now, but he was an amazing mentor. And you know, I asked Doug, Hey, can I go to a showing with you? And so he took me to a couple of showings to show me kind of how he did things. I told him I'll sit in the back, you know, walk with you guys and I'll shut up. I'll carry the coffee. I'll carry the donuts, whatever you want. Like I I got it. And so I went with him a few times and then he realized, okay, this kid kind of gets it. 
and he just doesn't have any work. So then he said, hey, if you want practice, he goes, I'm not paying for this because I can do it. But if you want practice, I have some clients that you can take. It's my house or not, you know, it's his listing. If you sell it, you get to keep all that. I won't make you share that. But if they buy something else, then whatever, right? Like it just comes to me. I'm like, hey, fair deal. I didn't have anything to do because I didn't know I was learning the business. So I took some of Doug's clients out. Well, guess what? Some of those folks referred other people to me yeah, and not to Doug. And Doug knew exactly what he was doing. He knew he could lose quote unquote prospective clients, but he was being amazing. And there's always amazing people in the industry. There's also people who hide everything and don't want to teach, right? So find out who those people are, stay away from that and be more like Doug, but get out there and do the work. That's truly the biggest thing. My very first marketing client or coaching client reached out to me. I'd built websites and stuff like that before, but this was just coaching. This was just teaching them how to build their business, not actually a deliverable of a website. And he called me up. He said, Hey, I hope this is okay. I'd like to hire you. I've seen you in these groups because it was all online. I heard you on a few podcasts. I'd like to pay you, but I don't think I have the type of money that you're worth. And so I don't want to insult you. And I said, Hey bro, just, just shoot. Right. And he says, I, I have $600 if you could coach me for two months. And he goes, I know that's very little and I'm sorry, but that's what I have. I was elated. I'd never been paid 300 bucks a month to yep. talk to people for 45 minutes to an hour, three to four times a month. If you cut it down to hours, yep. that's pretty good money per hour. Now there's other work in the back that happens, but still I was elated. I said, yes. Now I charge a little bit more than that. But it depends on, on what people need, right? And it's, it's really now I can, I don't have to make a certain amount per hour. So this is the, this ties back into real estate because a lot of times because we come from W-2s and I'm not crapping on W-2s, they're fantastic. I will. Everybody on the show knows <laughs> I hate them. Everybody knows. <laughs> but uh, we come from that mentality of how much am I making per hour? Well, when you ask somebody who's a little bit wealthier, they don't tell you what they make per hour. If they're willing to share, they say, I make X per year. They don't care how many hours it took to make that. They're getting it done, right? Yep. And then it grows from there exponentially, right? But really just getting in, figuring what you can do. So sometimes I have clients that pay me $100 to do something. And other times I have people that are paying me 2000 plus a month, right? And so it's, to me, I'm, I treat them all the same. Why? Because that $100 client may send somebody. Well, first of all, I treat them like that because everybody deserves to be treated like that. But the business strategy behind it is that $100 client may know the $5,000 a month client. And because Amen, they man. got treated well, yep. they send you over. And well, and the crazy, it's so funny because you've seen me and you've encouraged me as I've kind of gotten to more of the coaching space with real estate and then social media. And it's true. Some people are like, oh, I'll pay you, you know, a few hundred dollars a month. And now I've got people that would pay thousands of dollars a month. Now, do I have the bandwidth or time to want to do that? But it's nice to get to a point where you're like, eh, you a couple thousand bucks a month. Now I'm good. I don't have the bandwidth to handle that. But it's kind of like making yourself so much of an asset to others that they want to pay you to the point I haven't even, you know, I did the new website for, I'm still not saying it, but like it was a premium domain, great social media coaching site. And I bought it for almost a thousand bucks, haven't rolled it out. And when I roll it out, like this is like 
there's two opportunities at probably a couple hundred, 300 bucks a week. That's it. Or yeah. maybe even two a month. And once that's gone, I'm not trying to get rich off this. It's just a few hours on the side. Once those slots are gone, you can't get me till March or you can't get me till April. But now you've proven your value, right? Like when you talk about that, I'm like, oh yeah, well, we pay numbers like that for the team to get stuff from you and, and you're worth that and so much more, right? And so I think it's about making yourself valuable and helpful to others' business. So for instance, like TLF, think about last year, you know, in 2021, I spent $10,000 between retreats, the mastermind, et cetera. Yeah, but if I made a lot more than double or triple or whatever, I won't get into it. But like, I made a lot more than 10,000 off of right. knowing those people. It's 100% worth it. It's 100% worth it. But you'll, you'll have people that tell you, you're an idiot. You could have had 10 grand. You could have bought a, you know, a little car or something, you know, whatever, vacation which all those things are important, but you realize that you put in a little and you can get out a lot. Now, if you would have just gone to those retreats and not done anything, then yeah, you're an idiot. And you just put in money. And, And this is, I think, where people get it confused, right? Is that they will go pay for these things and hope that just the act of paying and showing up to the meeting or the training will build their business. No, that's just the knowledge. The rest is sweaty, ugly, hard work. And you just got to show up and smile and do the thing. And then it picks up momentum. I love that. And that's a great, you know, the way you're saying that about the work you're doing. You know, it's interesting because that stuff happens when you build websites or CRMs or whatever. So like, okay, realtors are listening to this and they heard John say, well, we, our team pays Alan every month. And the realtors are like, okay, well, I've heard your story. Now tell me, like, what is it you have for realtors? Like, Tell me more about blacklabelcxo.com and kind of like what you guys do, what the purpose is, and kind of like what you can help agents with. So a Black Label CXO, we named it that because it's your chief experience officer. That's what we are. And so we help you have that in your business. Now, what does that mean, right? So when you start out, you don't necessarily have the ability to have somebody cover you on all the positions you need to build a bigger business, like a CEO, a CFO, COO, Mm -hmm. LMNOP, you know, uh, (laughs) alphabet soup, right? Yeah. And so they all do things, right? So your CEO does the big thinking, does the outlining, gets the KPIs, which are key performance indicators, which is really a goal with a date and a metric, right? Something that you can measure. And so getting to that, The CFO takes care of your finances, putting away for taxes, paying yourself. You know, as a realtor, are you just taking all your commission and running with it? And then all of a sudden, Uncle Sam knocks on your door next year and you're like, oh, crap, I got to go sell five houses just to pay the tax, man. Yeah. And then maybe I can eat after that. Right. And so are you running payroll? All this kind of stuff. We have things like that. A COO, operations officer, how do you organize things? Well, this is where we come into the CRM. A lot of us just write things down, have things on paper in our head, and it can work, but you can mess things up. You might be able to, you thought you had the time right, and you you show up and they're not there, and then they show up a few hours later. That can happen. You have, oh, I called his wife, Stacy, and it's Ellen, but Stacy was the ex-girlfriend, and now now his wife is mad because I had no idea, but I, you know, you messed it up. Like all of this kind of stuff, what kind of properties do they like? What kind of, and when you're dealing with one or two clients, yeah, you can keep that in your head, but is that where you want to stay? It's about acting now 
to what you want to be. And so the bigger players, they use systems to take a lot of that mental power off of them. It's in there. And then they can really start focusing to thinking about other things that will build their business, creating more relationships instead of having to re-remember all of this stuff. Technology. What kind of technology do you have? So that would be the CTO, right? Chief technology officer. You mentioned one of my favorite tools that we have is the mm-hmm. is the messenger tool, right? Mm-hmm. And so what that allows you to do is essentially tag the people in your Facebook messenger as to what they are, warm lead, client, past client, follow-up, whatever you want to label them. Oh, and I got their email. Yeah, How many times have we gotten an email or a phone number inside the conversation and then we had three months of conversation and now I need to email you. Yeah. Well, this has a spot where you can save that right in there. And if you had a CRM on top of that, it would already be there as well. Right. And so it's just all of this mix of things that we can do. I am not a super organized person. I am not the detailed, write everything in a planner person. These systems allow me to do those things while I'm in the thought of doing it. I set up a follow-up. All of these things allow me to do that while I'm in the moment so that I don't have to sit down every Sunday night and do a three-hour planning session. You know, it's a quick startup at you yeah. know, either Sunday night, Monday morning, look at what I got to do, make a little plan, and it's really, really fast. I think one of the things too, and here's the part where I get to like toot your horn a little bit, is I'm not great at learning this stuff, right? Like I've used multiple CRMs, multiple different things. And it's always like, I'm trying to teach myself something that I'm not good at. And so I think one of the things that's great about you doing things for our team, and and we haven't even, right? Like we haven't even scratched the surface at everything that you're going to do with us. It's like very much just some of the basic stuff right now. But, you know, you kind of taught me how to use the CRM. No I had Buffini CRM before, and I'm, it's nothing against Brian Buffini, great dude. Nobody trained me on how to use it. Now, you guys, you and your team helped so much that it was like, oh, hey, let's connect John with someone that can teach this. Okay, cool. And even for members on the team, you're like, you guys need to jump on Zoom for 20 minutes. And I think that kind of goes back to, hey, get out there and do the work, go above and beyond. You're like, hey, does someone on the team need help? Sure, let's jump on Zoom. I think the CRM you have us using now, I know there's a few different options for people. So I know they can talk to you about that, but the CRM that you have us using, it's mobile friendly. And so even Andy has been like, oh, this is easy. I just think of it in the moment, you know, right after I leave the meeting, plug them into the CRM. And that is a game changer. And I think some of these things, you know, I talked in January on the podcast about my real estate words for 2022. And I talked about growth and getting better and those kinds of things and becoming a little better. Well, this is one of those ways for realtors out there to say, hey, I am missing this piece in my business. I'm missing this. Who can help me? And you're a great connection. And I think the crazy thing is you're not just, oh, some guy that sells marketing stuff. You did real estate. And so if anyone can kind of understand their pain points, it's you because a couple of years ago, you were in their shoes doing real estate. And so I'm super excited for the options out there for people, you know, through what you're building there at Real Agent Site. So realagentsite.com, and I'll put stuff in the show notes. You're, you're helping realtors all over the country. So many of us, right? We, that personality, we're like that high DI. We're really good at sales, relationships, and we really fail at the details. And so if I have a system right here on my cell phone next to me while I'm on with you, 
And I think, oh, I just talked to Alan, do, 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 do. I'll come to my CRM and plug him in. That with the Facebook Messenger CRM, linking the two is a game changer. I don't think, oh no, I didn't write that down because I'm just either on my phone or on my desktop here putting the information in. So there you go. I get to toot your horn and we haven't even gotten well, to thank like, you, man. the website it. you're building for us and all those things because you're kind of mm-hmm. you know waiting on us to do some branding stuff. But so many great options. You know, And I'll also share for people out there, the way you can structure packages for people can look a little different for each person. Is that right? Yes, we have some base examples of packages, but really it's pretty tailored because every individual team, you know, all that kind of stuff, there's just so many dynamics and what you want to use or don't want to use. So we we tailor it, but we give a few examples of kind of where we start and then where we can go. Dude, I'm so excited to have you on the show. It's so awesome. And I really appreciate so many good little nuggets in here to kind of share with realtors and process in my own business. You know, one question kind of before we close out and then we'll kind of finish out is, um, you know, I often on the podcast will ask people, hey, go back to you starting your career. So whether that's when you started real estate or whether that's now in your marketing, what would be a piece of advice you would tell yourself from when you started? I like this question. I've never been asked this in this way, right? Like you always say, well, we tell your younger self, but just kind of the way you're saying it today really kind of struck. So it's kind of twofold. We always get told, oh, dream huge. And, and most of us do, right? Oh, the Ferrari, the mansion, the whatever, you know, whatever drives you, that's kind of this big thing. But when it comes to really actually executing, we think and dream very small. Oh, I don't know if I can get one or two people to work with me. And so my quote that I would say for this to myself is dream smaller to get bigger. And that is don't go all out to this craziness. Like we're going to be billionaires and all that kind of stuff, but really dream bigger in the way that for yourself, don't take that limit of, I don't know if I can get one or two clients dream way bigger than that, but don't go into this space with it. Right? Like keep it in something that that can happen, but way bigger than what you feel comfortable with. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's (laughs) some of the stuff you say, I'm like, yep, Alan's told me this or Alan's, but it's very interesting, even as you to kind of like peel back a layer, even as you kind of work Andy and myself through like everything you're building for us and our team, it's sort of like, hey, let's take it one step at a time. And I think you do a great job of tailoring to the realtor and for us as a team, individually, what we need, you know, how busy Andy and I are. And so you say, here's one next step I need from you to move this project forward. And don't worry about anything else, but this for the next five to seven days. And then when you have this, so for instance, you said, go do Brandon. And we talked to Jeremy Allen and TLF. So we're working with Jeremy, by the way. Yeah. So we're working with Jeremy. We'll do the branding over the next, it's basically four to five weeks. So over the next month, we'll have the branding mastered and then come back to you and say, here's the next piece. What do you need now for the website? And so I'll say, I think you do an amazing job of meeting people where they are. You don't say, well, I need this right now. I need this if you want this done. You're just like, hey, I'm here whenever you're ready. And I often talk on the show to people about acing the follow-up. You do a great job. Hey, Andy and John, just checking in. Anything you guys need from me, even though you know you're waiting on a piece and you're not like, hey, you big jerks, get me the stuff. You're (laughs) like, is there anything I can be doing? And I think that's why you've had success. It's part, you know, I had an episode called Ace the Follow-Up. When you ace that follow-up, when you make sure, oh yeah, I haven't checked in with John and Andy in two weeks, let me check in. Wow, then John and Andy are like, wow, this guy's like on point on it. But you're so right. You know, even for realtors, dream small to get bigger. (laughs) I would have never dreamed 
all these things were possible, you know, debt free, wife able to stay home, triple income from one year to the next, working hard to pay off her house soon. Well, it didn't start with, hey, I want to pay off my house. Like I was in debt. My wife was still working. Right. So I had to like start with little small steps. What are the little things I can do? And so I love that so much. Dude, your story is amazing. Everything you shared here is like absolute gold for realtors. And yeah, I know that like they'd love to connect with you and they can do that. And I'll put it all in the show notes, but basically realagentsite.com and they can find more realagentsite.com slash R-E-S-G for Real Estate Survival Guide. So as we kind of close out, we kind of have something fun to kind of share with everybody. So Alan's actually been a huge part and, you know, influence on me and the podcast and, you know, has been impressed with what I'm doing. And I've been impressed with everything he's been doing. And it was interesting because we kind of talked and I've had a few different people approach me and say like, hey, I'd love to sponsor your show. I'd love to sponsor your show. And I was like, I was not feeling it. I want to protect the brand. I knew that, you know, when I thought about sponsoring, I wanted to be something I was passionate about. And then Alan said, hey, man, your show's grown, blah, blah, blah what would you think? And so thank you so much. Alan's, you know, going to sponsor the show for a couple months, kind of see where it goes from there. So you're going to be hearing more about what he does and things like that. I'm excited, man. Like I didn't want someone to just sponsor a few episodes just to like pay me some money. I wanted it to be someone that like aligned with my mission and values and I knew could help people. Right. So I've had other real estate things reach out and I'm like, no, I've had other friends reach out. So, I mean, I'm excited about it. And I think it can be something where it's a win, win, win. It helps me in that like you're sponsoring the show and I appreciate that so much. All I'm doing with that is reinvesting it back into the podcast to get better editing, more stuff, make the show better for people. It'll help you in your business because you're amazing at what you do and more realtors connected with you so that they can take their business to that next level. I think that's what you do and you're great at it. So super excited about it, man. And so for everybody out there, you'll kind of be hearing, you know, a little bit more from Alan or, you know, hearing about realagentsite.com and, you know, what they're doing with Black Label CXO. But I'm super excited about it, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I, I am too. And I think that uh, your audience gets so much value from what you share all the time. I've been binging a few uh, episodes here and there, you know, listen to five or six at a time. And so it's, it's pretty awesome to hear what you share. And I'm even learning from you too. So I, I love it. I appreciate it, man. I know my voice is annoying. So I appreciate you sticking through for five or six episodes. That's impressive. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, I think it's everything you do like makes so much sense. And again, I'll say this again to people. I've said it already. Like we pay Alan monthly to do things for our team. So like I'm bringing Alan to you on something that not only do I believe in, but like we have hired him to do things for our team. So I want you guys to connect with him because Alan's one of the most helpful people I've ever met. And I promise you, if you have a need in your real estate business, like again, that CEO, CFO, I loved that because there's so many different things that people need that they don't even know they need. So if you message Alan or connect on the website and say, hey, here's a need I have, Alan can cater something and create a package, a marketing package for you that makes sense for your business. Appreciate you, man. I'm hoping you have some great connections. I know there's people out there that listen to the show that really need what you are offering. And so they just need to like make the investment in themselves and connect with you. And I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Alan Dubon. I am so thankful for him and just so thankful that he was willing to come on the show today 
talk to you guys just about like his career journey from poverty, single parent home, selling real estate, cancer, you know, and now doing his marketing company and helping people all over the world. I'm very thankful and, you know, just impressed with what he's doing. I love having, you know, people with great stories on here. And his is definitely one where he does not take no for an answer, where he keeps working hard. As we kind of close out, a few of my big takeaways, I mean, so much of this, like I said, was like, oh my goodness, gold throughout the whole episode. But a few of my main takeaways, he said earlier in the episode, he says, act like I want to be now. And he kind of talked about like fitness and things like that. And so it's so true, you know, again, fake it till you make it act like you want to be. So if you want to be a successful realtor, carry yourself like a successful realtor, go out on showings. I loved what he said about the guy, you know, telling him, oh, you can just come to showings. I'm not going to give you money. But I did that so much early in my career, showings, open houses, being willing to help people, you know, with paperwork, write offers. I did that to learn. And now that's why people come to me when they want to learn, because I did it for so long that now I know some of this stuff like the back of my hand. Another thing that he'd said that really stuck out with me was how he said, find the people who want to teach, right? So find a mentor, find someone that wants to teach you and be a person that wants to learn. I love that. And again, going back to early in my career, that's what I tried to do. And now that I am teaching others and coaching them, I really try to find people who want to learn on the reverse, right? I want you to be someone that wants to learn. If you want to learn, I will absolutely help you, but you have to be willing to put in some of the work. And that's kind of what he said as well. You got to get out there and do the work. You can't just, you know, oh, find the person that wants to teach, but then not doing anything. Kind of the third and final big takeaway for me was how he said, in terms of execution, we think really small and how we need to dream smaller to get bigger. It's so true, guys. So many times we're like, oh, I want to make a million dollars or, oh, I want to sell a hundred homes. Well, let's dream a little smaller. Okay. Maybe it's, I want to sell a hundred homes or maybe I want to sell 50 in a year, which would be a lot or 25 in a year. Start there, right? So instead of saying, oh, I want to sell 25 homes in a year, which can be overwhelming as a new agent. Hey, why don't you just start with like selling, you know, one or two a month and then, you know, January, February, March, April, you can kind of track it better. And then if you're not hitting that goal of, hey, maybe I'm in you know, February or March and I've only sold one house, well, what do I need to adjust? Do I need to adjust the goal and the dream or do I need to do the work differently and work even harder? So all of these were just huge takeaways for me. Again, very thankful to Alan. Very thankful for what the company BlackLabelCXO.com is doing. And just very thankful for you know, his willingness to promote the show. And you'll hear that you know, over the next couple of weeks and months. And just very excited. Like, again, I wouldn't have him sponsor the show if I didn't actually believe in what he was selling. And like I said, not only do I believe in it, our team uses it. And so our team pays monthly for the information and tools that Alan's company has for realtors. And it has helped us create so much success in our real estate business. So thank you guys so much. Remember, definitely check out his company, and check out the website. You can go to realagentsite.com slash R-E-S-G. So realagentsite.com slash R-E-S-G, the first letters of each of the words, Real Estate Survival Guide. Check it out in the show notes. You can just click it from there. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, Alan, for the awesome interview. And I will see you guys on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.